the big reveal number two. Yay! All right, gang, it's time to get motivated, moving and grooving, and have some fun with some serious stuff. Who's ready for today's big reveal? Sing it with me. Don't believe me, just watch. Let's get the show on the road. Showing up and showing out. Here we are. We are back. Welcome back to The Big Reveal. I'm Ken Mills, one of your hosts today. And Heidi, please introduce yourself. I'm Heidi Page. Ah, there we go. The guinea pig. Yes, the (laughs) guinea pig. (laughs) So good to be in your ears today. We hope we are keeping you company and we are glad to be along for your ride, right? Or your walk or sitting at your desk at work, wherever you are, right? Absolutely. Now, you heard episode one because when we record something, you never know exactly what's going to wind up on the plate, right? It's like when you're cooking, it might not exactly wind up on the plate that way. What did you think of episode number one? Uh, I was very pleased. It was a little awkward to hear yourself, you know, for the first time on a podcast. I was a little nervous to see like what the response would be, but everybody was so positive and encouraging and like just really lovely that um, I was like, okay, let's do number two. (laughs) Agreed. And there's a ton of great feedback. And not only did we get a bunch of great feedback on the Facebook page and on Twitter, but we also got some emails from people who wanted to kind of keep things private, believe it or not, because they're kind of like on their own journey, right? Yeah. And they may not necessarily want to mention their weight. They may not necessarily want to mention any health problems that they have. But a lot of people were touched when I spoke about chair dancing. Yeah. So apparently there are a lot of people that like to chair dance. So, you know, wherever you start, that's where you are, right? Absolutely. (laughs) and there was some really cool things happened a fine gentleman a super cars fan and an all-around cool guy listened to the first episode and he said that i was a kenspiration and that was (laughs) brett basil hello brett thank you for listening and sharing and uh it's it's great when people share the show right oh yeah i was um i was really excited to just see people putting recipes up there and and just sharing their feelings on the struggle of losing weight. Well, more importantly, getting healthy, both physically and mentally, right? And spiritually, because like, that's where it's all about. And and I and I told Brett Basil that I really want him to to recut a version of Chicago's "You bring meaning to my life. You're the inspiration. Only change the words to Kenspiration." I think that would be cool. <laughs> Start a new trend. We can just like start new songs uh-huh. <laughs> uh, in incorporating Ken in it. Works for me. And Eric Alberti did something really cool. He went to FYE to get the new Kiss dolls and the Gene Simmons cereal, I believe, the Demon cereal. And he wrote, I've never seen one second of the Walking Dead TV show. But this looks like the Podfather Ken Mills. So we all better be nice to Ken. We may need his zombie killing services in the event of a zombie apocalypse or whatever it's called. And what the picture was, was a picture of the (laughs) Daryl figure, a Funko Pop figure of Daryl from The Walking Dead. 
His hair was similar to mine and his goatee was similar to mine. A lot of people thought that they saw my face in the Funko doll. So Absolutely. It, it looked just like you. Seriously. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of Ken Mills uh, lovers out there buying one for their desk. So if you do actually get a a uh, Daryl Dixon Walking Dead Funko pop figure and and you have it on your desk and, and you're pretending it's me, take a picture and send it to us. We'd like to see that we're on your desk or wherever we are, right? And you could have it dancing. Well, there you go. That works. Works for me. And also, Opalina Salas out there, she is trying keto. She's been doing it for one and a half weeks or so, and she's already lost seven pounds, so that's awesome. Congratulations, Opalina. We're also contacted by Corey Nolan, who is doing keto, and he is a friend of the show, and a truck driver. So hopefully we'll keep him company on the road. Corey has started keto with his lady friend Jamie. Corey writes, Last week Jamie worked very hard to make me a week's worth of meals and snacks as we started the keto diet. This weekend she worked even harder making meatballs, tiny meatloafs, salads, sausage, and eggs. I lost 11 pounds last week thanks to her. She is an amazing cook and her help with this diet is invaluable. So here we go. I have a lot of extra weight to lose, but with the greatest cheerleader, cook, and coach by my side, it'll be a breeze. So, Corey and Jamie, we want to encourage you folks for doing this together. And, hey, we're all in this together, folks. So, Corey, be safe out there on the road. And also, Eric Alberti is a trucker as well. So, Eric, you be safe out there, too. We're keeping everybody company on the long drive. Honk, honk. And today on The Big Reveal, a new sponsor to the show. Check it out. Hi everyone, Christine Wolf here. You might know me as a podcast host or announcer, or by my formal title, Christine the Button Queen. But I have a secret identity. I'm an independent insurance agent. That's right, it's nonstop excitement in my world, and protecting people's most important business and personal assets is a big part of it. With clients from coast to coast, it doesn't matter whether you're in Clarksville, Rockford, Gotham City, or a galaxy far, far away. I can help you. Give me a call for your free quote. If you're a business owner or decision maker, let's talk about an insurance portfolio custom fit for your needs. And on the personal side, whether you own your home or rent, have a driving record that's squeaky clean or not quite the best, I've got you covered. Oh, and about those monkeys collectibles you have? Yep, I can make sure those are protected too. I've put together a team with decades of experience of risk management and analysis, and my relationships with dozens of insurance companies means that I can put together an insurance program tailor-made for you. So give me a call today at 314-657-2995. That's 314-657-2995. Or email me at christinewolf at cjthomas.com. Or you can even PM me on Facebook. I'd love to hear from you and get the chance to run some free quotes for you and earn your business. And not only is Christina a sponsor of The Big Reveal, but she's also my personal insurance agent. So check her out. I recommend her highly. So it's time for the weigh-in. Let's let's check in right now. Now, we're not asking you to tell everybody how much you weigh. But since our last broadcast, have you lost any weight? Yes. Oh my. Well, hit me with it. What's what's the big reveal here? Okay. So 
I started on in May. Mm-hmm. So from May to June, the I lost six pounds. Very good. And then from June to July, I've lost another 5.3 pounds. So altogether, that is? 11.3. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. And the last episode, I was at, I had lost 111 pounds. I am down to 118 pounds that I am, I'm looking oh, for lost. So that's awesome. We're keeping on, we're making progress, getting towards a better version of us. So are you happy with this keto life <laughs> so far? So I think the first month was just like, I don't even know what the heck I'm doing and just kind of sludging through it. And like you sent me some recipes and that was great. And then I just like was reading about it and really just kind of wrapping my head around it. The second month was a little bit more comfortable with with it and kind of knowing what I need to do, sometimes not to the best of my ability because I was like on the road and traveling and doing a lot of not strategic planning. So I think that it's been a learning curve and I'm hoping that as, as it progresses, that I'm going to become more and more confident in my choices and just see better results. Mm -hmm. Now, as everyone knows who listened to the first episode, we, we play songs. And today you have picked one of my favorite songs. This is this is a song that I used to ride my bike to when I was like twelve. <laughs> twelve through seventeen, right? The, that's the that's the real prime bike riding time, right? And I actually would have a radio that I would duct tape to the front of my bike. It was it was probably about ten inches, twelve inches or so, and I would duct tape the handle to the handles of my bike so I would have batteries in the back and I'd just drive all over the place listening to the great music of the 70s, right? Did you have a banana seat? I've had a banana seat before, yes. Because <laughs> everybody has to have a banana seat bike in the 70s, right? Yeah, they were cool. And to top it off, my one friend that I rode bike with, he had a steering wheel on his bike. That is really cool. An actual steering wheel. Yeah, we thought he was just so boss and so awesome. But this is the kind of song that you would listen to while you'd have baseball cards stuck in your spokes as you're driving down the road and just having fun on a backcountry road, just enjoying the sunshine and listening to a song like Earth, Wind, and Fires, September. Take it away.
So why'd you pick that song? What do you like about it? Well, the the greatest hits album of Earth, Wind & Fire has been like one of these albums that my husband and I will put on since the beginning, since we first got married, and we'd put it on and clean or do a project or it just like all the music is just fun and funky and like you just want to get up and move and and get stuff done. And so I thought that would be a, a, a good song to motivate people. It definitely does make you want to move. And whenever I think of that song, I think about uh, sunny days riding my bike. God, what a great song. What a great choice. So we were talking earlier about the choices that you're making and how you were kind of like overwhelmed by the whole keto thing and trying to get healthier. What what changes have you noticed physically? Like how's your pain level? Because I know that for myself, I have been in pain for the last 12 years or something like that and not realized how much pain I was in. Do you know what I'm saying? Just from the weight, the inflammation, the stress on your, your joints and stuff like that. Have you noticed any release in that area? Like maybe puffiness around the ankles or something going away or something like that? Well, because we're moving and moving my mother's house and just doing a lot of activities, I'm on my feet more than usual. So mm -hmm. I, and it's, the middle of summer and it's humid and it's horrible. So <laughs> my ankles are still swollen and my feet still hurt. But that's a motivator for me because I'm like, you know what, I'm, I'm getting older and carrying this extra weight around with me is not healthy and is, is just going to get worse as I get older. And so I really, I really need to continue you know, on this path, my knee, my right knee, which has given me a lot of trouble because uh, I had an injury a few years back, mm -hmm. that actually has been feeling better, which is weird because my ankles are still hurting, but, but my knee is definitely giving me a little bit more relief. It's not grinding as much and not as stiff as it has been. Mm -hmm. Very good. Now, I found that the more I do this, the less inflammation I have. So hopefully that will be something that helps you as we go on. So you're down how much? 11.3. 11.3 pounds. And it, has it been difficult? Uh, no. Um, the, the difficulty is just in the learning. Um, but the eating part is just great. <laughs> I've been, I've been feeling satisfied. I'm enjoying being able to put cheese on things that I'm cooking and use oils and real butter. Know, yeah, real butter. <laughs> you know, not feel guilty about it. You know, I one thing I did do is you know, I went out grocery shopping and I um, picked up things that were low carb and you know really took my time reading the labels and. So I'm slowly getting my my food pantry filled with things that um, are good for the keto diet. Very good. What's been the one thing that you've had to quote unquote give up and have you found a replacement for it yet? So you did send me a recipe, but I haven't tried it yet. But in this heat, I am missing ice cream just because I'm not a big ice cream eater, but 
in the heat, it's nice to have that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm missing fruit just because you're it's a fruit nice. eater. Yeah, I'm a fruit eater. Yeah. So, but other than that, that's that's about it. Now, there are a lot of fruits that you can eat though while you're mm-hmm. on keto. Like for example, strawberries, great stuff, right? There's there's a bunch of them, blueberries and raspberries and so on and so forth. The things that are problematic to the keto life are things like bananas, for example, you know. But uh, there are ways to get other things that you like. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, I understand you made some yummy peanut butter cookies. Yes. And I used the crunchy peanut butter. I kind mm-hmm. of modified it a little bit. So I used cr- the crunchy peanut butter that I found, which I recommend because it was only seven, I think it was seven. Teddy, the teddy bear peanut butter. Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah. And huh. they have a crunchy peanut butter, which I love crunchy. So I got that. So the peanut butter cookies, I thought it was they were too gooey mm-hmm. at first. So like I added a little bit of the almond flour, mm-hmm. and I the first round I made, I it was way too dry. I had put like only one third cup of the almond flour, and I thought, oh, this will work. And then it, they were so dry, it was disgusting. So then <laughs> I I redid it and I put much less in, even half of that. And um, that that made them a little bit more dry, mm. but I loved them. And I anything peanut butter, I'll take. So you eventually got to the sweet spot, if you will. Yes. <laughs> and for people that are looking for peanut butter, there's Jif Natural, there's Smucker's Chunky Natural, and what you want to do is you want to get the kind that you have to stir up. You know, the old stuff, right? And then there's a less. There's like different levels of peanut butter there's ones that the that is the old natural old-fashioned kind you have to stir then there's the naturals they call which are less carb and then you get into the regular peanut butter but you can do all sorts of things with these things which again if you're going for the keto you want to go for the most close to natural right and it's it's very yummy now have you found a sweetener that you like so i'm a splenda girl Mm mm-hmm and and I'm weird too because like I don't like Splenda in hot things, but I like it in cold things. So like mm-hmm. I can have my iced tea with like one Splenda in it. Mm-hmm. But when it's like coffee, I've oh I I am so proud of myself. I have given up sugar in my coffee completely. Really? Yeah, which is amazing. But I still use cream. I I use a little bit of cream and then no sugar completely. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of Swerve? That's the green label. It's like a Well, sugar. it can be. Like for example, Swerve comes in two different things. There's the confectionery sugar. Mm-hmm. And the, so there's one for baking and one for regular sugar usage, right? Mhm. There's there's swerve there's that and then there's a, something called stevia as well, and that's yeah I don't good. like stevia I I've tried that. You need to try some swerve. We need to hook you up with some swerve and see what you think of that. Okay. Because it's really cool, especially like if you get the confectionery stuff when you're baking, mm. you can do some really cool stuff. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. So let's talk a little bit about the science of it all, right? 
because we we kind of got people to come along a little bit, but we're going to bring a little bit more info today, okay? And once again, we have a reminder that we are not doctors, nor do we play one on TV, right? I'm not a nurse either. Yeah. So so anything, <laughs> I might be Doctor Love, but that's not gonna that's not gonna help you out when it's time for your physical. That's so, a different podcast. Yeah, that's a different podcast. But uh, let, let's talk a little bit about ketosis now. People look at you like you're kind of crazy when you start talking about ketosis, right? And a lot of people don't understand that ketosis is a completely natural metabolic state, right? And it involves the body producing ketone bodies out of fat and using them for energy instead of carbohydrates. Now, what I'm saying there is that instead of the stuff that you're bringing into your body, the carbs, it's not feeding off that, but it's eating out of stored fat right? Mm-hmm. So when your body goes into ketosis by avoiding the sugar and the bread and all these things that kick you out of ketosis, because here's the thing, you can be really good and be firing on all cylinders and being in ketosis. But then if you like have a candy bar, you've lost it, right? You got to start all over again. You got to wait for that stuff to leave your system. Now, here's the thing. Everybody thinks that Keto is about losing weight, but it's not that. There's so many different benefits that are out there. For example, they found that it's good for people with heart disease. They found out that it's good for people with type 2 diabetes. They found out it's good for people with a metabolic syndrome, right? Alzheimer's disease. There's even been studies that it's, it's helped some people with that. And people that have cancer, for example, a lot of them get into the ketogenic diet because basically the sugar feeds the cancer, right? And all this stuff feeds the cancer. So when people get on the keto, they're basically trying to starve the cancer cells of the glucose. So there's a lot of things that eating keto can help. For example, as weird as this is going to sound, even acne. <laughs> Some people, it, it helps clear up their face. So that's another good side effect of it, right? Especially if you're a teenager. Yeah. So there you go. But if you're going to do keto, you need to check it out with your doctor and make sure that you're doing it under their supervision, right? But one of the things that I've found is that I really believe that people that are massively overweight tend to be insulin resistant. And by that, I honestly think that a lot of overweight people cannot process things properly in the way that thinner people can, right? A lot of people don't realize the thing about keto is that what you're trying to do is instead of feeding it new carbs, is you're trying to get it to use the old carbs that you have in your body already, right? And I think a lot of people that are overweight can't necessarily get things to process the way that it should. Like, for example, I think that a lot of people suffer from Dunlap syndrome. Do you know what Dunlap syndrome is? No. That's when your belly done laps over your belt line. <laughs> now. <laughs> That's why you wear a skirt. That doesn't happen. Oh, well, there you go. It doesn't help me sometimes. <laughs> the thing is, is that if you've got this fat stored around your, your stomach, right? And your body's not getting a chance to process that food because you're feeding it new carbohydrates all the time, right? But just imagine that your stomach, the fat on your body, is like a fat bank, okay? And your body 
is used to getting the new stuff as it comes in. So if you eat a cheeseburger or you eat a steak or you eat plate of pasta, whatever it is, it goes and it gets as much of that as it can. And what it can't use, it stores as fat for future use, right? Yes. So just imagine, because I love cheeseburgers. I love burritos, right? But let's say that I've eaten 5,000 cheeseburgers in my life or 5,000 burritos or whatever, right? When the body's doing what it's supposed to do, it's supposed to burn that stuff into fat. And what it can't burn, it stores. The problem is, is I've got in my Dunlap syndrome here, my fat utility belt, instead of a bat utility belt, it's a fat <laughs> utility belt, right? So, so I've got this going on. And... What keto does is it forces the body to say, hey, we're not getting new carbs coming in. We have to go to the fat bank, the, the Dunlap fat bank, the, the uh, fat utility belt, right? And it gets in and it starts eating up the stuff that you've had stored for years and years and years. So this is what I'm seeing is happening to me. Like my belly is actually smaller than it was. And I've seen where some people, you know, you would think about the loose skin, right? There's no loose skin. That's great. 118 pounds later, there's no loose skin. That's really good. So I'm not saying that there won't be a point if I continue on this journey that I won't have it, but it does seem like it's uh, being gobbled up as well with the, the weight. <laughs> Yeah, and what you were saying too, I think um, your body, your body's so used to doing it the other way that it's like you're kind of recharging, restarting the system over to like do things differently. The the way that it always should have been, right? Right. Because we weren't meant to, you know, we were kind of hunting and gathering, right? We were hunters and gatherers, so. We weren't ever meant to store this stuff for years and years and years. It was supposed to be expended and used and burn up. So, Ken, what's your opinion on fasting? Do you do any kind of fasting in with the keto? Because yes. I know some people kind of blend those two. Yes, and we're going to talk about that right after we play this song. This is one of the ones that I think, I, I really think you like this song. And, and this is one that always cheers me up. It, it, it is almost like if Yoko Ono sang a birthday song to you, right? Like a happy birthday song. This is Altered Images with Happy Birthday. I, I, you, you like this song, right? Oh, of course. <laughs> it is so fun. It's, it's high energy. It's another time to chair dance. Don't question what it's about. As you listen to this song, celebrate today maybe it is your birthday maybe it's someone's birthday that you know right but just celebrate whatever's going on today so happy day day so here's altered images with happy birthday
happy, happy birthday, oh darling. Sounds like Yoko singing. <laughs> I love that song. It's so crazy. Yes, it is. I love it. Love it. Love it. Now, you were asking about fasting before we had to play that excellent yes. song. Yes, I do some intermittent fasting. And there's different schools and theories on it. And we're going to put some stuff in the show notes on the Facebook for this episode that will talk about the different disciplines of fasting, right? I'm not a big fasting person yet, but sometimes what I'll do is I will eat the last meal of the day. Let's say I'm done at 6.30, 7 o'clock or whatever. Then I don't eat anything. I don't drink anything the next day except for water. You can have as much water as you want. Then by the time it's supper time again, boom, then I can eat again. So I've done that, and that's intermittent fasting. That's, uh, that's one definition of it, right? Because there's, there's other different schools of thoughts on it. But I think that we are so used to having something always at our fingertips, always at our eyes, that we don't know how not to be constantly entertained or constantly interested in something, right? That makes me think of, like, are you a bored eater or are you, like, an a emotional eater? Or, like, because I'm bored eater. But yeah. then if I'm really, like, just stressed out, then I might go for food. But I'm more of a bored eater. I've been a stress eater. I've been a bored eater, I've, which didn't mean that I ate boards. But, you know, <laughs> when you're bored, you might eat more. But yeah, so I, I've I've been all of these things. I think that we're taught by the people who raised us. I think that we're taught by big food, by Hollywood, by TV, by advertising, right? I mean, when you think about it, food is everywhere. And there's advertisements for food everywhere. Like if you're a smoker, you don't see advertisements for, you know, cigarettes on TV anymore, like like we did in the 70s and stuff like that but food is something you cannot get away from you have to eat eventually right and when you think about it your standard dairy queen commercial it, it almost looks like a river of chocolate with chocolate pouring down the over the brownies and the ice cream and <laughs> you know it's a very sensual thing right and that's that's like trying to get us to buy and think about it. It's all about the need of people eating more to try to meet the need of consumerism, to try to meet the need of comfort, to try to meet the comfort that you had as, when you felt good as a child, right? I know that for my grandmother, whenever you went to her house, sit down, I'll make something for you to eat. Oh, here, take these cookies with you. Like food equates to love and caring and... Well, it doesn't just equate only to love. It, it, it does. It absolutely does. But it also equates to, you deserve this. You deserve a break today. Yep. At McDonald's, right? You deserve this. You deserve to have anything you want because, like, for example, the only people who don't get what they want are losers. And you're not a loser, right? So you... You, you you get out there and consume some more. You you get out there and purchase some more. And instead of like meeting your actual needs and your actual wants, you're fulfilling what Hollywood is telling you you should want, what big food is telling you what you should want, what big fast food is telling you what you should want, right? It's not necessarily what you want. 
On the other hand, sometimes you just want a hot fudge sundae, right? I'm not going to deny that. There's nothing wrong with that. See, here's the thing. The problem that I'm having, and this is only the problem that Ken Mills is having, whether you identify with this or can relate to it or you can't, this is it. Ken Mills ate whatever he wanted for the first 55 years of his life. Mm -hmm. Just think about that. Whatever he wanted. Never stop saying no to pizza. Hit fast food places, all-you-can-eat buffets. There was no end to it. And at some point, the body can only take so much. So I, ha I am now, if people say, well, yeah, but you don't get to have any fun. What do you mean I don't get to have fun? Fun should be playing uh, football with my stepkids. That should be the fun that I should be having, not being able to move, right? That should be the fun that I should be aiming at. But somehow or another, we've equated food to mean comfort, fun, life, and uh, some sort of weird status symbol even. It's weird what we've done to ourselves. And it's social, too. You know, it's a social thing. So, like, you feel guilty if you're not partaking in it in a social atmosphere, too, you know? Yeah, people say one thing won't kill you, right? One, one thing's not going to kill you, right? And, and and like I've told people in the past that, you know, people say, like, oh, i got to be good during the holidays. And I say, well, yeah, but it, it's not so much what you eat between, you know, the week of christmas to new year's eve it's what you do from new year's eve to the week of christmas <laughs> you know <laughs> it, right it's the it's it's the other 300 some days of the year that you you really because we've lost the idea that instead of treating yourself we want to treat ourselves constantly it's it's almost like pavlov's dog right or the chicken that pecks at the thing to get the little pill right you know We've become this thing that if we're not constantly stimulated, whether it's visual stuff, mental or, or whatever, that we're missing out. And you can't constantly be entertained all the day. You can't constantly have media shoved into your brain constantly. You can't constantly eat all the time either. So at some point you've got to like go, what am I really trying to fill? What what hunger am I really trying to fill here? What 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 need am I trying to meet? What is what is this stemming from, right? So what kind of an eater would you say you are? Uh bored. Like if if I'm doing stuff, I'm I'm busy all day. Like I I very rarely stop for lunch and it's like maybe two o'clock all of a sudden I feel like I'm gonna be sick and I'm like oh I haven't eaten anything you know mm. I need to eat if I'm driving in the car I want to eat a snack you know um so now I've brought some gum in the car uh I if when I get home in the evening you know I'm a snacker while I'm watching tv or if I'm not doing anything um if I'm home all day without anybody around I'm kind of bored if I'm not doing something and then I start looking in the cabinets and stuff. So it's definitely like I'm filling a void, you know, of not doing something. And mm. so um, that's kind of bad. If <laughs> I, I need to like just chill out and chew some gum. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I'm like trying to do now instead of opening up the cabinets. And I'm trying to spread the food out throughout the day. 
you know, and not just pile all my calories on the second half of the day. Right. That's the thing. Like, there's a balance to everything, right? Mm-hmm. And like I talked earlier about, like, for the first 55 of my years, clunk, there goes the slide all the way to the right. Uh, I ate whatever I wanted. So now I'm, like, in a balance, you know, where I give myself a break every so often or, you know... If there's a special event, I'll elaborate. You know, I'll I'll, I'll celebrate, right? If like if, if I'm at a birthday party and I want to have a piece of cake, I'm not going to deny myself that. But there are people that get all these processed snack cakes, and what kills me are like the uh, the uh, granola bars that you get, right? They all have names like Nature's Harvest, Nature's Bounty. Nature's select, you know, all these things. And you look at it and it's really a candy bar because it's got chocolate and peanuts and all these different things. And it's like, well, when did this stop being healthy and when did it become Snickers light? Mm -hmm. That's kind of messed up. Like, I know you were talking about being a bored eater. Have you tried Parmesan crisp yet? (gasps) Yes, I love them. Oh, my gosh great so like i love crunchy and so the first month i really missed crunchy and i had told you that i love popcorn so Mm -hmm. i was like i need a crunchy thing so we made the the crackers and they weren't crisp i don't know if i did them wrong or what but they were kind of just soft and they were good for like putting with cheese and stuff but i was like i really need crunch and the crunch I picked up those, and oh my gosh, they were so good. Well, I actually make them. Mm. I, I've been thinking about it. All right, here you go. You ready? It's time for cooking with Ken and Heidi. Here we go. What you do is you want to get about a half a cup of grated Parmesan cheese, okay? You want to preheat your oven to 400 degrees Fahrenheit. You want to pour a heaping tablespoon of Parmesan onto a silicone or parchment sheet, right? Or a lined baking sheet, right? And you want to pat it down and make like what a cracker would be, okay? And uh, you just repeat that until the, the pan is full, right? You bake it for three to five minutes at 400 degrees or until golden and crisp and then let them cool. And you now have no carb, yummy, crunchy things to eat. It's almost like potato chips in them. And they don't cost $3 for a little bag. That's true. So I want you to make them for us, and I want you to post pictures of them in the show notes for this episode when you do. Okay? Sounds like a plan. So there's a lot of fun snacks that you can do, right? Like, I I miss popcorn a lot because corn is one of those things that we're not supposed to eat. So you mentioned that. Like, love that. We found a way to make ice cream. And I told you on the last episode that once a month, when I get weighed in, and and if I've lost weight, I'll go to Dairy Queen or McDonald's, right? Well, I didn't this time because we figured out this way of making chocolate ice cream at home. And I put nuts and uh, sugar-free chocolate chips in it. And it is so good. It, it, It reminds me of what I would get from Dairy Queen if I were getting a peanut butter parfait. Nice. So it's close enough, you know what I mean? It's not perfect. If you want a peanut butter parfait, just go to Dairy Queen, right? But if you want to have something healthy, you can make it, and we will put recipes 
in the show notes. So the next song I'm going to play was a song I was turned on to by a friend of ours and a listener, Raymond J. Broccoli, and that, that is his real name, Raymond Broccoli. And he said, you really should check out the lyrics to this song. And he sent me a video of this woman performing this song, and her name is Angela Predholm. And I listened to it, and I couldn't get over how much it kind of talked about what we talked about in our first episode and how we talked about how are you living for the right thing? The thing that you're looking for, for example, the, the beautiful truth that you're trying to find in life is really in you, and it was always there. For example, you take any kid, they hear enough stuff about, oh, you're husky, you're this, you're that, and eventually you start to believe all these things, and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Uh, like you mentioned in the first episode, you'd be so pretty yep. if you only lost some weight. Well, I got news for you. You're beautiful right now. I think you can. You're a handsome hunk, too. Oh, well, I'm a hunk of something. I but I don't know what, but, you know. But the thing is, is that there's a beauty within all of us. And you really have it there. And maybe the world beat it out of you. Maybe someone bashed it down way deep inside of you that you can't feel it anymore. But I want you to listen to this song. And I asked Angela Predholm if I could play this on our show. And she said yes. And if you want, we will post a link to this. You can purchase this off Amazon.com or iTunes or wherever you get music. Or you can listen to it anytime you want on Spotify. But the artist is Angela Predholm, and I want you to listen to the words because there's so much truth here, so much I want you to hear, so much I want to give you because I don't care if you're the skinniest person in the world or you can run a thousand miles or you're the, the most buff guy at the gym. If you don't love yourself, you're missing the whole point of it all. So from our hearts to yours, I want you to listen to Angela Predholm sing this song, Beautiful Truth. Thank you. 
now we're going to change our name to the Big Beautiful Truth Revealed. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. We, I would actually like to have her on and maybe have her play that live for us sometime. That oh, would that be would be cool. cool. Yeah, that would be neat. So what's next for you? What What's your next plan of attack? What's your next meal? Is there a recipe you're wanting to try? What do you, what do you want to do? Well, Christine on Facebook had shown like all these recipes that she used that fathead dough mm-hmm. recipe to make. And she totally inspired me. And I was like, I love bread and I kind of miss it. <laughs> so I was like, mm, maybe I'll try that next. I cannot recommend it highly enough. Uh, there's also a recipe that I use. I'm going to call this the keto flatbread recipe. Like you, you, you like a good flatbread sandwich, right? Yes. Okay. Well, this is a variation of the fathead dough. I actually sent this to Opalina today, so <laughs> I'm going to actually read it from her messenger that I sent it to her in. So this bread that I'm going to talk to you about is a game changer, all right? I mean, this is this is something I really love, and it's so simple. You're going to want to have a cookie sheet, right, a metal cookie sheet, or something with uh, parchment paper that you can put on the cookie sheet, okay? And this is a flatbread, and I use this for cheeseburgers. I use this to even make pizza crust, and I've even made a dessert out of this. Okay. I've lost a bunch of weight eating sandwiches made out of this. This bread has some simple ingredients. Are you ready? Yep. Eight ounces of cream cheese. You know the popular cream cheese. We all know it. We see it in our head right now. You need two cups of mozzarella cheese. And you need three large eggs. You need a fourth of a cup of Parmesan cheese grated. You know that stuff that you used to put on spaghetti back in 1986? That stuff. And you want one tablespoon of baking powder. So once again, eight ounces of cream cheese, two cups of mozzarella cheese, three large eggs, a fourth of a cup of Parmesan cheese, and one tablespoon of baking powder. Now, here's what you do. You take the cream cheese and the mozzarella cheese and you put it in the microwave for about 90 seconds. You stir that all together. And it'll kind of like make a, like a dough, a real loose dough, okay? At this, at this point, I take a cup and I stir the three eggs together. I crack them open, put them in there, and I stir them up so it all becomes nice, bright, and yellow. So you don't see any clear or any white, right? Then I will add that to the mixture of the cream cheese and the mozzarella cheese. So you've got the egg, the mozzarella cheese, and the cream cheese. Then I put the tablespoon of baking powder. And then I add the fourth of a cup of Parmesan cheese, and I just stir that all together. And it makes a glop. (laughs) (laughs) It gets very gloopy, right? And what you do is you take your your baking sheet that has lined with parchment, and you just take, you know, a pancake turner or something to spread out the glop. You just want to spread it out to the edges. And you have your oven preheated to 375 and you want to cook this thing once it pre gets done preheating for probably 20 minutes to 25 minutes depending on your oven and it gets a nice golden brown and what you want to do is you want to take that out of the oven set it either on a baker's rack or you can just set it on top of the stove but let it cool down for about 10 to 15 minutes then you get out your pizza cutter 
and you have some fun. Now, you can cut it in squares and make, like, Wendy's hamburgers with it if you want. We've actually taken a cup <laughs> and made them round for hamburgers and cheeseburgers, right? Or if you have a lunch meat sandwich or some ham or something like that or some roast beef, you can just make whatever kind of sandwich you want. I've made subs out of this. You know, I've cut it that way. Wow. You can even use this stuff to make lasagna. And I'm going to post a video that'll show you how to do it. But you can use this same thing to make your noodles instead of your regular noodles. Low-carb noodles. Think about that. So you take this and you, you actually can build a lasagna out of it. I use it as a dessert sometimes in which I will take sugar-free uh, strawberry jelly and some sugar-free whipped topping and put it on top of this. I'll, I'll put it in the microwave for about 10 seconds, and then I'll put the strawberry jelly sugar-free and the Cool Whip sugar-free on it. And it's a nice, almost like a cheese danish, because your most of your ingredients is cheese, right? Mm, yummy. But it's so good. It's so good. So try out this keto flatbread. There's, I've got a bunch of pictures. But, man, it's really helped me, because the, the toughest thing that I had giving up the three things that I've had the toughest giving up was not the sugar, but it was uh, the bread on something, rice, and pasta, because I love those things. But I found that I can have this uh, flat bread, right? And I, what I do is I'll, I'll cut it up and make my squares or circles or however you want to do it, and I'll put them in the refrigerator, and whenever I want it, I just set it out for about five minutes, and boom, you're good to go. But it doesn't have any preservatives in it either. So it's 100% healthy. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, and again, it's not, you know, costing you an arm and a leg uh, right. like you would at the grocery store for buying keto bread. Yeah. It's the, the keto bread that you can buy at the store. It always scares me when big business gets involved in something because they want to cut corners. They want to add preservatives. They want to do this. They want to do that. This is something that you can do, and you can even take this stuff, and I've made a pizza out of it. I've taken it once I have it on the sheet, and I'll get all my, uh, like, for example, if I need hamburger, I'll fry that up in advance or stuff like that. And what I'll do is I'll actually flip the thing over on the parchment paper, then I'll put all my toppings with the spaghetti sauce and the cheese and the pepperoni and the bacon and onions and peppers and all that, throw that thing back into the oven for another... Eight to ten minutes, the cheese melts, life is good, you've got pizza, and it's faster than delivery. Literally, you could make the entire crust and the pizza in faster time than Pizza Hut can get to your door. And I love pizza. Me too. I love pizza too. So it's time for another song. This is one of your picks. It is Big Betty by Manfred Mann. Why'd you pick this song? <laughs> I heard it on the radio the other day, and I was like... I just love this flipping song so much. It's just like a really fun song. And um, I don't know. It just, I've, I've heard it throughout my life, you know, and um, it's, it's like strong women and the strong, big women. They make it happen. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Now this song has a history. It was done by Lead Belly. He's the originator and creator. And it became a hit by the classic rock band Ram Jam. They, they did something called Black Betty. 
and a bunch of people have covered as a matter of fact peter torque recorded a version on his relax your mind album from last year so it's pretty cool so here we go a version of lead belly's classic by manford man it's big betty <laughs> of that song i know i know it's amazing you know everyone knows manford man from do wah diddy you know yeah there she was just a walking down the street singing you know that one and of course (laughs) blinded by the light we all know that one so even Mm -hmm. if you only know those songs or maybe the mighty quinn but they, they they were a great band by the way in blinded by the light what do they say in that Wrapped up like a douche. What what are they saying there? Is it wrapped up like a deuce? You know, the runner in the night. It's the Springsteen song, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. It's one of those lyrics that nobody really knows what they're saying. (laughs) 
I remember we'd get in fights about it on the school bus. And it's like, there's no way they're going to say douche. There's just no way. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> so what's been the one thing that's been encouraging to you so far? Like a place of surprise inspiration. Oh, I I was invited to friends of mine that I haven't seen for a year to their house. And the two daughters and the mom are doing like a whole 30 thing because they're trying to figure out what they're allergic to or having trouble with for foods. And so this kind of lets them kind of analyze what's going on. And the husband who he's struggled with his weight, I think most of his life, we're all really good friends and he's lost 70 pounds. And I was like, oh, wow. I'm like, wow, you're, you're looking great. And he ran some kind of marathon. I'm like, are you crazy? Like I, I could never imagine him doing this. And he said that he's been doing keto and I was like, hell yeah. And high so, five. Keto yeah. high five. <laughs> so I got to sit down and have this great healthy meal with them and, they were like telling me some of the things that they've been doing for food. It was like this great coming together at the table. Excellent. You know, food is not just about food. It's really about what goes on in your head. That's where it's all got to start. My, my brother-in-law was talking to someone. They asked me, what do you have to do when you get on keto? His number one step was first change your mind. I think that that's a good good first step. And the person said, well, what do you mean by change change your mind? He said, you got to throw out all the, the things you were taught that are not necessarily true. You know, find find the truth for yourself. You've got to you got to try this. You just got to try it. That's all you got to do. And he's lost more weight than I have. And his goal is uh, uh, basically 200 pounds, I think. And uh, he's he's more than halfway there. He's uh, he's definitely on his way. So I'm very proud of you, Mark. That's awesome. Thank you for being an inspiration. And I also thank my family and friends for being very supportive. That's the biggest surprise inspiration is, is the people around you. And, and you, right now, listening out there whether it's on facebook or twitter or wherever we want to thank you for inspiring us because i don't want to just be a conspiration to you i want you to inspire me show you show us your story show us your things show if you want to talk about your struggle you can send it to me via email or you can just talk about it on facebook or whatever you can also pm me as well but we're, we really are all in this together and i want to see your beautiful truth come out as well so like we said in the first episode we're not preaching we're all reaching so that's what we're trying to do i want to play one more song before we go okay which one's this this one is one that always gets me it just puts a smile on on my face you know it's it's your technique it, it leaves me weak it's the joe boxers with just got lucky you ready for this yes chair dance boogie whatever whatever you want to do just do it just got lucky
great song, full of energy, a lot of fun. One of those great songs from the 80s. Glad we still have it. This one thing, I'm so glad that music, music is such a gift and it's been through our lives, all of our lives. And it's, it's, it's really a constant. When you think about it, you know, you're, you may have cable, you may have dish, you may not have any of it. You may uh, just stream thing on, on your phone, but you've been without TV. But you've always had music in your life. Those are the two constants, right? Food and music. And you can always whistle if if you don't have something to turn on. <laughs> yep. You know, it's weird. I get whole songs stuck in my head. Like, I can do the whole thing. Do you ever do that thing where you, like, play drums with your jaw? Like, no. You don't? You don't know what I'm <laughs> no. talking about? No. I will literally, like, be humming the song and I'll, like... And I'm like, like grunching my teeth together, like in time with the drums. So it's. I don't know if that's good for your teeth. It's probably not good. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm a, I'm a messed up individual. Like I said, I don't play a doctor on TV or anywhere. So, but. Yeah. Or dentist. Yeah, or I'm not a dentist. I want to be a dentist, right? <laughs> be you. I am a misfit kid. I got I got news for you. Even the people that don't think they're a misfit kid, we're all misfits. <laughs> we all are. So I want to thank you for listening to The Big Reveal. We hope you enjoyed our songs. And we hope that you check out Angela Predholm's The Beautiful Truth on Amazon, Spotify, or iTunes, or wherever music can be found. She's got some other music you can buy as well. And like I said, we hope to have her on the show. Let us know about what you're going through, what your goals are, what you'd like to be revealed about you. Like, what's what's your story? Tell us. Who knows? You may wind up here or we may talk about you on this show. So we want to thank you for spending some time to us today, right? Yes. And if um, you're in Tennessee, stop in and visit, too. Yeah. On August 10th, we will be at the Nashville Rock and Pod. Everybody that's cool is going to be there, or at least try to be there, or at least there in their mind. Let's check out this ad to tell you all about the Nashville Rockin' Pod 3 2019. Rockin' Pod is back. The annual celebration of rock returns to Nashville. This convention brings together the best rock stars, music podcasters, vinyl and memorabilia vendors, and rock fans from all corners of the globe. Special guests include Michael Sweet of Striper, Brian Forsyth of Kicks, Jason Beeler of Saigon Kick, Erie Vaughn of Danzig, and members of Exodus, Roxy Blue, Every Mother's Nightmare, Kick Tracy, and more. Music podcasts from all over North America will be recording on site all weekend. Special pre party featuring the rock and roll residency, the Talisman, Eight Ball, and Lipstick Generation on Friday night. Rock and Pod Expo on Saturday. Join us at the Nashville Airport Marriott August 9th and 10th for Rock and Pod. Podcast registration and tickets and VIP packages available now at rockandpod.com. There we go. So. We hope to see you out there. It's going to be great to hang out with you again. It's going to be fun. See you next time. Our, our Potter and family. Hashtag Potter and family out there. Instead of modern family, it's Potter and family. <laughs> so we'll see you on the next episode of The Big Reveal. And we hope that 
you've been conspired or were inspired, one or the other. But hopefully we've you've enjoyed spending your time with us today. We'll see you on the next episode. Say see ya, Heidi. See ya, Heidi. There you go. And that's our show. The Big Reveal is part of the Pop, a pop culture podcast network and a concept from the podfather, Ken Mills. Any samples of media heard here remain the property of their owners and opinions heard here belong to the lay people who express them. Always consult with your doctor regarding diet and exercise choices. If you enjoy the show, like us on Facebook or Twitter and rate us on iTunes. Thanks for listening. And until next time, I'm your announcer, Christine Wolf. Just remember, the person waiting to see your big reveal may just be you. Shake your money maker. That's right. Shake with what God gave you. <laughs> shake it all. Shake it all. <laughs>